Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Now, one of the issues we talked about last weekend and have talked about on a number of occasions recently has been uh, immigration. And primarily because the federal government has said that they plan to raise the immigration numbers by 2025 to half a million immigrants annually. So... Oh, they've also said that they're going to introduce aggressive measures to be able to take care of the immigration backlog. Somebody in the minister's department came up with the term aggressive measures, and they ran it past one of their little internal focus groups, i.e. the people who work in Office B. What do you think of that? Think it'll work? Yeah, sounds good. Use it. So then the rest of us get exposed to aggressive measures, and then everybody in the media repeats it, including me. I try not to, but I just got sucked in. Richard Curland, immigration lawyer in Vancouver. He's advised the federal and Quebec governments on immigration policies. Why Quebec? Because they have their own immigration system. But let's, uh, let's talk about the Trudeau government reviewing aggressive measures to clear the immigration backlog. And why is the immigration backlog so large? And why, <laughs> what might these aggressive measures turn out to be? And uh, are the government's plans to permit 500,000 newcomers annually by, annually by 2025 realistic? What else do I have here for you? Um, 75% of Canadians have expressed concern the number's too high and will negatively affect housing, healthcare, and government services. Are they being exclusive, exclusionary rather, and unfair? Mr. Curlin, how are you, sir? Very well, sir. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you. I always find out how wrong I am about things. <laughs> <laughs> I have these wonderfully thought out <laughs> ideas. I come to these absolutely logical conclusions, and you destroy them in three seconds. <laughs> well, logic it's a hobby, not a sport. <laughs> All right. So we know that last year there were, according, this is now according to the immigration minister, not me, that we had 400,000 plus permanent residents in 2022. But you told us a few weeks ago on this program that that number is not exactly what it appears to be. Would you explain that to us, please? Yeah. You see, you, you, you have to look at both sides of the ledger here. Permanent residents, very nice. Um, these are people with status to remain physically present permanently in Canada. But that's a partial picture. You have to look at two things. The inventory of permanent residents and the inventory of temporary residents. Because, you know, a guy in the street is thinking immigrants, meaning people who are not from here. Well, if you have half a million immigrants, these are not people coming to Canadian shores. That, that's not how business works these days. Our immigrants are selected from people all 
already living here with temporary status, uh, students, foreign workers, what have you. But Richard, they had to come to Canada at some point. Yeah, and that's that's what people are missing. Since, uh, uh, Since the last seven, eight years, we have increased the pool of people here in Canada with temporary status from about 1.2 million to over 3.3 million people. And that is what is affecting our housing supply. Not immigrants coming here to look for some place to live, but if you increase the number of students and foreign workers adding literally millions to, uh, to search for housing, surprise, demand goes up. And even though it's a distraction move, point your finger at the number of immigrants and not identifying the massive increase in inventory of people with temporary status in Canada, you mislead the public. So it's a distraction move, a distraction move by the government. Yeah. uh, People who don't know enough to ask the proper question, they're going to get hoodwinked. Yeah, because we see, we hear 500,000 immigrants, newcomers, by 2025. And so we hear those words because those are the words that are spoken. And to the logical ear, that means half a million newcomers in the country in 2025, because that's what the guy just said. That's it. But something's different this time around, radically different. We got really smart. We have been selecting systematically the brightest, the best, the most capable human capital in our history. We are now literally leading the world when it comes to IT specialists, occupations that are in the highest demand globally, and we're building an economic infrastructure that's going to put Canada number one. Okay, question for you. How many of them are staying Because I read a report or story a couple of days ago that our current economic reality and the situation that exists in Canada is causing some of the experts who've come here, and the fact that they can't get licensed to do the jobs that they're they're qualified to do from the countries they they arrived at, they're looking elsewhere. They're looking to move again. And here's why I don't care. (laughs) It's because... For every one of these people that... You don't care because you're an immigration lawyer. They're already here. Well, they're already here. Well, for an immigration lawyer, it's even better. If someone wants to leave, the immigration lawyer has another case to do. Uh Uh, And as far as I'm concerned, if a person wants to leave and transport Canadian values to a country like China or somewhere in the Middle East or Iran, fantastic. If they're leaving, there are three more to take that job. There are three more to take that spot. So what is so aggressive measure? Have a problem. Richard, what do, and, and people should know, Richard and I have been friends for years. <laughs> um, what does aggressive measures mean? When the minister talks wow. about uh, engaging <laughs> aggressive measures to clear the immigration backlog, what is he talking about? That's a soundbite to indicate they have control of the dossier. Or they want to have control. Uh, yeah. And what is actually happening, facts on the ground, folks, is that they are diluting the safeguards and controls used to screen prospective uh, entrance to this country. Um, what it really means in this aggressive measure guideline is that they're going to shut one eye to how much money a person has, in fact, 
that uh, is going to be used to come to this country. In the past, until this aggressive measure announcement, you had to show deep pockets that you can afford actually to stay here and remain here without working illegally. Under this aggressive measure, uh, they're going to tinker with the artificial intelligence decision-making framework that's used to process uh, visas outside Canada to kind of uh, uh, dumb down the need to, for an applicant to show they can afford to travel. Are you suggesting there's artificial intelligence in Ottawa? Uh, I said overseas. <laughs> in Ottawa, I think track record speaks for itself. Mr. Curland, if a significant number, if the majority of newcomers, as the government um, would define them to us, are already here, so it's not an issue of 500,000 new, newcomers. They're already here, or most of them. How many newcomers, actual newcomers, arrive in this country annually? COVID is the problem for, for a, a, a factual answer. But um, uh, taking that into account, you're, you're, you're talking about processing and extensions of people already here. Uh, close to three, two, three, three million. A year. Uh, it's a total float. Every year you're going to get uh, uh, fresh blood is about uh, a million two. So, so, you're, you're, so, and, so they're, they're... how many leave? You got to take that into account. What does that mean? It means uh, what's your net? What's your float? What's your like uh, uh, cash action on humans uh, physically present in Canada? So you've got a float, and by float I mean uh, people with minimum one year temporary status and longer. Uh, of uh, at least uh, three five three million five, uh, you've got two hundred million entries a year at our ports of entry. Uh, so it's it's quite a task uh, to uh, process, monitor, control. We two hundred million, two hundred million entries a year, and that includes Canadians, of course. Yeah, Those no, are I get that. I get foreigners. that. I get that. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's a busy uh, system in constant churn, uh, but we've managed to attract do and we, retain Do we actually know? I, I go back to the 500,000 because that's what yeah. the government is telling us. By 2025, they're not saying 2023, they're saying by 2025. Mm. So, uh, again, if the majority of, well, it sounds to me like all of the 500,000 and maybe more are here now. Yep. And, uh, the 500,000 that will be declared in 2025 are here now. Well, you take the Band-Aid off the forehead that says temporary status, and you place it with a Band-Aid that says permanent resident status. It's the same human. It's the same neighbor. Uh, but uh, the lucky ones with the good Band-Aids get to stay permanently with their families. What makes the difference? Uh, the, it's, it's the jousting tournament. An express entry system selects the new... Uh, echelon of permanent residents and the magic, the secret sauce in that express entry system is you make immigrants compete against immigrants. They're fighting each other in a giant goldfish bowl to get to the top of the goldfish bowl, the highest scoring fish points based on your age, education, work experience, the highest scoring fish get scooped out and are given permanent resident band-aids. Uh, the rest are caught in that bowl and eventually they got to leave. But what is the result? It's bad for a lot of those immigrants, goldfish uh, uh, bowl uh, laden, but it's great for Canada 
because we get the best as a result of that cruel competition. In the goldfish bowl. Yep. So I'm learning all sorts of new government terminology today. Okay, so I'm understanding you now. I started to understand you a couple of weeks ago because we just, you know, when we when we receive a news story, we go by what we see, because yeah. and then we start to challenge where necessary and when necessary. So what Canadians were concerned about, what they told pollsters, the Association for Canadian Studies, Jack Jedwab's group, and he was on the air with us last weekend as well. Seventy-five percent said five. 500,000 is too much annually because it will negatively affect or could negatively affect social programs, health care, housing. So you're, but you're telling us the number is far greater than 500,000. <laughs> That's right. 500,000 is, 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 is a drop in the, in the goldfish bowl. And the 500,000, don't forget, we rejig the rules provincially and federally. These are people who are already paying taxes to cover Medicare to cover government services because they're working here. But you but you but you just said a couple of minutes mm. ago what the government is going to be doing with its aggressive measures philosophy is watering <laughs> I'm using all sorts of uh, fish no, no, references now watering down apply. the process. No 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 that doesn't apply to immigrants. That only ap- applies basically to tourists. tourists. No but no People but the government is, but the, tell me if I'm wrong here isn't the government saying that they're going to engage aggressive measures to clear the immigration backlog? Well, they again, it's uh, magic words. The, 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 what immigration backlog? Not for permanent residents. The, the backlog is in the overseas work permits, study permits, visitor visas. That's what's going to come under aggressive measures. Let people be tourists more easily. <laughs> they may sell it as they're going to do something about some permanent resident backlog. But again, if it's a backlog where you've been invited to apply, they finally got smart over so many decades. And here's, here's something, brain food. Don't take in more files in a year than you can process in a year. And they've done that for the last three fiscals. They've cured the fundamental immigration problem of uh, no quotas. Okay. So it's not about permanent residence. Aggressive measures are for temporary status. Okay. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.